You reach for the top olive oils and invest in the best pans. But in the kitchen, how well do you care for your greatest tool, your hands? When mine take a beating cooking and cleaning, which is often, I use Bag Bomb to work its wonders on my poor, distressed skin. Created 125 years ago on a Vermont dairy farm, their soaps smell great and clean hands without stripping moisture, and their fast-absorbing lotion means I can quickly get back to cooking. Treat your hardworking hands to Bag Bomb, every chef's best friend. Use code FOOD52 for 20% off your order on bagbomb.com. Good through 2024 get really bent out of shape when you're like this is not how my grandmother right. makes it yeah. you are spitting on her grave yeah. you are spitting on my culture fuck the sun yeah. you're not sponsored by the sun yeah. right. no, no. Um, no, no one has sponsored this podcast <laughs> I can't get over the sight of what it looks like when it plops out of the can and it's this white ball of gunk cool. like how your version of casual is still like momofuku <laughs> <laughs> okay, check, check. All right, today's a good one. We're very excited because we have our boy Ham. How do you say his last name? El Wally. Yeah, nice. El Ham El Whaley. So, episode three, we talked to Ham El Whaley. Yes, who I met. Well, he didn't know it, but I met him when um, him and Sola did that pop-up at Nura. They did, like, a Taco Bell pop-up. Right. And I, like a nerd, asked to take a photo with him. <laughs> like That's a sweet. Um, but then later down the line, we met through another friend at, like, a big dinner, um, and we were beer pog partners. Yeah. And How'd we you guys lost. do? <laughs> That's... Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> we're going to redeem ourselves eventually. Um, we're gonna have to host a little tournament here with all of our podcast guests. I know, right? Pod party, oh, pod shit. party, pod pong pod, party, pod. Well, right. pong pod party. Po- oh, pong? pod pong party. Yeah, all right. hell yeah. Um, I'm surprised we still have this podcast. Yeah, fuck's uh, coming. Fuck's <laughs> um, in. Um, all right, so Ham has a, a big career in. Everything from fine dining to content creation to recipe development to he's working on a cookbook. He's got products. He's got a restaurant coming yeah. out. Um, so we're going to get into all that and a whole lot more. Um, come and on next. Yeah, and he has such an interesting, interesting background. He grew up in Qatar. Um, to Spoiler alert, geez. What? This just is just interesting <laughs> context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To... Um, a Bolivian and an Egyptian parent, and has such a diverse culinary background. Yeah, really it sounds like great. Take on ingredients, cooking, yeah, um, food in general, and uh, honestly, a really good person you should follow if you like to get experimental and and yeah. try things that you wouldn't think traditionally would work, but end up like I think the theme of that podcast was that you know what what is tradition really? Almost questioning like OG right. ideas and thinking a little bit more creatively about ingredients and. Yeah. What could be new? And I don't know. Yeah, using maybe traditional ingredients from different backgrounds and combining them to just create something entirely new. And I mean, he's just so, he's so smart and creative that it creates, that he makes really interesting dishes. Yeah. Keep watching. We've got a lot more with ham coming up. I have a hot take. Um, Julia ordered the worst dishes the other night at dinner when we were at. Where? <laughs> before we went to that concert. We, we, with the podcast team, went to see the 1975, Wait, which... they were not the worst dishes. I'm sending Abby pictures that we can put up on the screen. <laughs> First of all, I ordered some of them. Lauren ordered some of them. So it was a combined effort. What was your favorite, the pizza or the poutine? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to send you pictures, Abby. We're going to put some pictures on the screen. Of this okay, my favorite thing... <laughs> 
Honestly, it was just the... Just plain fries. The plain fries. <laughs> it was the only good but thing. But the guac was pretty good, too. Yeah, I didn't try the guac too far for me. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we went to the 1975. Oh, the sliders were good, too. All right. I thought they were. They were all right. Um, but yeah, they took us to see this show at Madison Square Garden, and <laughs> we went because it was, it was, we just wanted to like do something different and have fun, but Julie and I don't <laughs> have never heard a single song by the 1975, and we didn't realize we were going with like straight up super fans, so we were like... <laughs> they were the singing every word, and then Lauren, the our Lauren producer... Lauren was helping us out. <laughs> yeah. So Lauren produced this podcast, and right before the chorus of every like big hit where everyone would sing along she would whisper in our ear all the lyrics so yeah. that like when it came on we could be like yeah. we just knew the whole thing like, and tonight we're going out and we'd be like and tonight and then yeah fun. as we were leaving Abby was like Max do the lyrics one of those songs I was like I, I, I can't take credit for that that was a fun but, uh, show it was a lot of fun yeah. that was really sweet of Lauren to do that like yeah. give us all the lyrics before the yeah that was fun I was very hungover the next day yeah, well, then we came back here afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> got a little more tips. Yep. <laughs> All right, Thanksgiving. Um, I got a hot take. Do you put eggs in your macaroni and cheese? That is a controversial question. I don't. That's a casserole when it's got eggs in it, I think. Oh, it's not yeah. Um, I, I feel like that's almost a more southern way of doing it with eggs. Could be. And, like, evaporated milk sometimes, I feel like. That doesn't. I mean, that sounds less strange. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, I'm not an eggs and mac person. Yeah, same. Uh, we gotta find something that we like disagree on. I, but know. I don't know what it is. Definitely breadcrumbs on Mac. I like breadcrumbs. Every dish yeah. needs something crunchy. I'm trying to think what. Okay, this might be kind of a hot take, but I enjoy a green bean casserole with like the cream of mushroom soup no, from the can okay. and the crispy onions on top. I the crispy onions, yes. The Campbell's can of cream of mushroom. I know that that's like a something that people use a lot. Honestly. Yeah. But I can't get over the sight of what it looks like <laughs> when it plops out of the can and it's this white ball of gunk. It's just <laughs> boink. It is thing. gnarly. Yeah. It's so gelatinous. I like know. it is it's kind of And scary. I got nothing wrong with some gelatin, but I know that's like something about it is so off putting to me. But and then the like the green beans get really mushy. Like they're not actually yeah. they don't have any crisp. If to I'm them. doing green beans, I'd rather like, honestly, bust out a wok and fry them yeah. real quick and then, like, hit them with garlic. <laughs> You're going to bust out a wok? Oh my God. I got bust a wok out on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Classic oh. Thanksgiving utensil. <laughs> okay, sorry. I was just thinking, what? How do you feel about pumpkin pie? I love pumpkin pie. Oh, okay. Why? Do you not like it? I think, Is it's, that a I think it's fine. No. Pumpkin pie might be my favorite pie. Really? Yeah, especially with homemade Over, like, cream. key lime pie? Key lime pie is also really good, but a pumpkin pie with fresh whipped cream, it, to me, is almost impossible to beat. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. It's also really easy to make. Is it? Yeah. I, mean, you I don't know if I've ever made a pumpkin so pie. So canned pumpkin is like basically, you can roast a pumpkin, but it's like it's yeah. like canned tomatoes. Like it's right. fine to use. Yeah. You know? Okay. Pocky agrees. Yeah. See? What's better, like Thanksgiving meal or like the meals that you make after Thanksgiving with all the leftovers? The, the leftovers. 100%. I think the leftovers are better, too. Actually, this is how I feel about cooking a big meal in well, the, general. The question is, are the leftovers better than the, the actual meal? In yes. I think, honestly, yes. But, like, in general, when you cook a big meal, I, for some reason, after cooking for, like, a few hours, Maybe I'm, like, hungry. kind of over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, I've tasted the food so many times. I'm, like, I don't even want to really be around it. But the next day, it hits so much harder. Yeah, it's way better. Yeah. Especially, like, Thanksgiving, because there's all this stuff you can do. Yeah. Like a turkey pot pie with the gravy. And right. And you can do, like, I mean, obviously the classic turkey, turkey sandwich. sandwich. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's if you want to hear, it. If you want to hear what Ham's Thanksgiving meal is going to look like, stay tuned. Yep.
Nice. There we go. Solid so. clap. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So is it rolling? We're good? Yeah? Cool. All right, we're here with Ham Al Whaley. I'm saying that right, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Nailed it on the first yes. track. <laughs> and a lot of people like take you aside as like, how do you pronounce your name? It's pronounced you, like it's spelled. It's pronounced like. how it's spelled. Yeah. We did not do that. You just yeah. you just nailed it on the yeah. first cool. try. I was scared of it. <laughs> 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 did I say that right? Like, we didn't even think to ask before. <laughs> no, I figured. I mean, I was like, E-L-W-A-Y-L-Y. It's so simple. It, um, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So let's give a little background of like kind of you know where you come from all the stuff that you've done mm -hmm. get a little bit of the history of your story so from what i know you kind of grew up in qatar right i did yeah i was born there okay. i was born there my my parents um are not from there so right. they they met in dc they're going to howard university oh. and then they like, I, I, I will never know the story as to why, but, like, my dad found a job there, and then they decided to pack up and then just move <laughs> move to Qatar. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so Did I was born there. Like, um, I have. Yeah. I have. And then they're like, there was a good opportunity. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, why? Like, that's what was the job? It, um, so it was running running my dad got a job there like running a supermarket oh, but cool. also that kind of served as a platform for him to like launch like an import export business got so it. he would import american products there so you were around food so i was around yeah. food yeah. always and yeah. then eventually he shifted that into like opening restaurants there so oh. i like i grew up around many different aspects of food so that you've seen sense. it all firsthand yeah, yeah i've seen, right. I've seen it all yeah. seen it all and so you're Parents is Bolivian and Egyptian, right? Yeah, my, my dad's Egyptian, my mom's Bolivian. Got a favorite uh, uh, Bolivian dish, Egyptian dish? Um, I, I do. For, so for Bolivia, my favorite Bolivian dish is the salteña, hands down. I That's love right. it. So it's, it's like a cross between an empanada and a soup dumpling. So really? it's this. That sounds unbelievable. It's amazing. So it's this baked empanada. It's like kind of a sweet crust pretty crisp and it's filled with they have different you can have beef you can have chicken my personal favorite is chicken yeah. so it's this really saucy chicken stew that's has a lot of collagen in it so when you chill it down mm -hmm. it chills into a block right. so just it. like soup dumplings yeah, yeah. just like yeah. soup dumplings so then you fill the empanadas with that mm -hmm. and then you bake them cool and when you bite into it the the goal is to not lose any of the liquid right so you have to you nibble off the top a bit and yep. then kind of sip it a bit so it's like Part soup, part empanada, part yeah. stew. It's like it satisfies everything. It's I need fantastic. to try this. There's, Do they sell <laughs> this here? There's yeah. one place mm. called Bolivian Llama Party. Oh, yeah. oh I've heard of that. They, Where is that? Yeah. they sell it. Yeah. I think they they have a branch in some train station. I don't remember which one, but their main location <laughs> like I think is in Sunnyside okay, oh. in Queens. Oh, so um, yeah, I feel like I thought it was like around Ridgewood or something that I heard yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's in Queens. So th they Delish. make a good good version, so okay. it's it's What's worth it checking again? out. Saltenia. Saltenia. Okay. Saltenia. Cool. Yeah, All it's right. really it's really cool. <laughs> That's the and for my favorite Egyptian dish, there was so there's like the classic Egyptian like koshari, which yeah. is mm -hmm. I'm I'm a fan of as well. It's like carbs on carbs on right. carbs. Like right? So like it's like and rice and pasta and lentils and chickpeas with like a spicy tomato sauce and fried onions and that's delicious. But like my personal actual favorite like Egyptian dish made by my my aunt who like kind of so my my dad's part of a really big family and he had like in 
in true large family fashion, like the oldest sister kind of took care of yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. So his his older sister, like my aunt Hosna, kind of cooked everything for everyone. She's like a great cook, and she's the one who like cooks things for everyone. She makes uh she makes um this stuffed cabbage called mashi, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's they're not like it's not like the Eastern European stuffed cabbage mm-hmm. where they're like large. They're they're really small. They're like the size of your finger. Oh, wow. so <laughs> like, yeah. Almost so like a grape leaf or something. Like a grape leaf. Yeah. It's yeah. like that size. So like the ratio of cabbage and rice is like really perfect. And you line it up in in a pan rubbed with a lot of like oil or yeah. ghee. Mm-hmm. And then when you bake it, it kind of gets like really crispy. Oh like the good. corners of the lasagna pan. Like yeah. the so best good. part. Yeah. So I would love to just like so specifically my favorite Egyptian dish are the 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 mashi that is against the side of the pan yeah. that gets yeah, a little yeah, caramelized. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm very, very specific. So I would like <laughs> go in, wait for everyone to eat. Yeah. Like they'd be like, oh, he's so polite. <laughs> he just lets everybody <laughs> eat first. No, no. I just know the part that I <laughs> right, want. Because right. then everyone gets the center and all you're left are with the corners. <laughs> right. So I just right. go in with my knife and like scrape everything. God. And then yeah. just... Oh, really Do you eat the good. crispy brownie corners too? Oh, the yeah. crispy anything yeah. corners yeah. like the best part. Like even with a smash burger, yeah, like, the best parts are the really lacy yeah. bits on yeah. the outside that get really crunchy. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, that's what makes a smash burger like the whole. Yeah, right. That's, that's the, the whole point. Thing, right? yeah, yeah, that's the whole point. Like a pan pizza, the cheese, like yeah, yeah that on gets, the outside. Oh, that's the best. So that's see that that like that. There needs to be new restaurant co- concept. Yeah called Just the Corners. Oh. <laughs> and then it's all just foods <laughs> that are just caramelized along the edges. Yeah. And we cook everything in pans or yeah. things that have only corners. It's like I a love zigzag. That. It's just yeah. a zigzag. Yeah. That's the... <laughs> Genius. Open for investment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so smart. Well, that sounds delicious. Our second Egyptian guest out of four. That's really? <laughs> <laughs> High Egyptian ratio. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, our first guest, Kareem, he's Egyptian, and I forget, he told us his favorite Egyptian restaurant in New York, but I can't remember what the name, do you have one that you go to? I like uh, I like Zuba. Okay. It's like a fast casual, but they, they do everything really well. They have kosheri there. Yeah. They make like hawaushi, which is like, it's, it's kind of, it's pita filled with ground meat and that's right. pressed, oh, yeah. so it's like right. burger in a pita kind of mm-hmm. deal, and it's... They have this, uh, there's this Egyptian cheese called rumi, mm-hmm. which is re- kind of like sharp, like Parmigiani. Yeah. Yeah. It has like peppercorns in it. It's like pretty tough to find here. I haven't really seen it anywhere and they have it. Interesting. So it's, okay. so I like the hawaushi with rumi cheese and that's like, it's, it satisfies yeah. like the burger, cheeseburger. Yeah. It sounds better than a cheeseburger to be yeah. honest. <laughs> it yeah. does. Their yeah. bread's really, their yeah. fries are fantastic. Oh like a spot that's by like La Esquina in the city? It's in Nolita. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think, that's I think yeah. Yeah. It's and it's like, like crazy like ceiling with the lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like cool really spot. well designed. It's yeah. like neon and it's really, it's yeah. really yeah. cool. It's yeah. really cool. Okay, so you're Abu Kir, that's Abukir, right. Yeah. yeah. I've I've heard of it, but I've never I've never been there. Yeah. I've never been there. Check it out. Yeah. Um okay, so Cutter, right? Or Qatar, how do you say that? So I it's like, okay, so there's a lot of, so in, in, in like Arabic, the proper pronunci- pronunciation is Qatar. Okay. Uh, okay. But it's like a lot of those letters don't exist in English. Right. So it like goes to what your philosophy is to how to pronounce language. other, other ca- like do you right. try and pronounce <laughs> it in the language, yeah. which would be like Qatar, which sounds a little like, grading to me yeah. Yeah. it's like it sounds like when the english people say paella yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it's like oh, tortilla oh yeah. god just like so like in english to me it would be like 
Qatar. Yeah. Right. But right. it's like the correct, like the Arabic pronunciation would be Qatar. Yeah. Qatar. It's yeah. like Giada pronouncing something in Italian. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, because you, you'll be like speaking in English, uh, right, and then right. all of a sudden yeah. you just throw in this, like, it's like, <laughs> rigatoni. <laughs> it's like, that's weird. That's yeah. weird. So it's like, that's whatever, how her mom whatever. does it with uh, Antonio Banderas. Oh, really? <laughs> she's always like, she just loves when she's been talking about a movie, like, yeah, starring um, Antonio Banderas. Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> what's okay. happening yeah. here? It's, it's really yeah. weird. So it's like, whatever. Whatever your philosophy is, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, if I'm speaking in English, I'll say Qatar. If it's yeah. like, right. if if I need to like, if I'm talking about like the like how we are, it's like yeah. the correct pronunciation or like the Arabic pronunciation sure. is is Qatar. Right. That, yeah. that's, that makes so sense. You. Pick. Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. say Qatar. Yeah. 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 You, you pick. Be yeah, be safe. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're on the internet now. We're just trying not to get canceled. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, uh, okay, so you were there till you were like 18, right? Yeah. Oh there. wow. Yeah, I, I was there pretty much my my whole. Oh my gosh. Life, yeah. My whole young life. Yeah. So did that like culinary scene obviously influence your cooking? It it did a lot. Yeah. So it, it's like it's a very international community. There's right. there's like just as many like expats as there are locals there just because it's such it was such a booming economy for so many reasons so there's a lot of people going there for oil and natural gas but there's also a lot of people there who were teachers and plumbers right. and and workers and carpenters like like there there's a lot of there's there's a lot of people there from all over the place right. doing right. all kinds of different work so uh, I went to an, an international school Got it. so I had home cooking from everywhere. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't right. like, it didn't seem, I didn't really compartmentalize things into like, oh, today I'm eating Lebanese food. Right. Tomorrow I'm eating Somalian food. Like mm -hmm. it, it was just like, oh, this is home cooking. This is, these are like the delicious foods from all my friends that I'm just eating. So yeah. it was like, it was really cool knowing, like just not thinking any food was weird mm -hmm. or right. foreign. Like uh, it just all meant food to me, which is, and all of that kind of, um, kind of what informs how I cook today. Like, right. I don't really, right. it's like, I I know where these ingredients come from. I know what, like, <coughs> the, the I may draw from a specific dish, but I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a traditional cook. Because right. yeah. I didn't grow up eating anything traditional. Right. Because, like, everything was through a variety of lenses. So, yeah. like, when I had Bolivian food in Qatar, it was... Bolivian food made by my Bolivian mom, but with Qatari ingredients <laughs> right. with like, so it was never yeah. really traditional. Like when I had Egyptian food at home, it was Egyptian food taught to my Bolivian mom made with Qatari ingredients. It. So it was, everything right. was always like, I just grew up around this mashup of yeah. food from all over the place of people just trying to get semblances of home mm -hmm. in this new environment. Right. Was with it the ingredients they had access to. I was going to say, was it hard to find a lot of ingredients? Because I guess your parents came from D.C., right? So yeah. they're, like, it, it must be, like, hard to import a lot of things, I would imagine. And, well, like... Sounds like your dad was the yeah, person was to go to. Exactly. He had an so it was, it, really, huh? yeah. it was really funny because, yeah. like, so there's a... Uh, um, it, it was... It's... Yeah. It was hard at the time finding ingredients, but as like more people came and more people imported right. things, it became easier to right. find things because the market was there. Yeah. So like my mom was, um, my mom studied in Brazil, and we have some family in Brazil as well. So she's she's very much in the Brazilian culture. Speaks Portuguese. Yeah. Mm. I speak some Portuguese, Ooh. and um, it's we there there was a large Brazilian community in Qatar because they uh, hired them to train all of their soccer teams football teams there. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and so 
that's kind of like who we spent our weekends with. And it was feijoada and black beans yeah. is a very yeah. big part of Brazilian culture. And they didn't really have the black beans they liked. So they all just like surrounded my dad, gave him the brand, tell him, you need to import this <laughs> black beans. Yeah. The entire Brazilian community will support it. Yeah. Trust me, yeah. you'll, you'll sell out every time. And, and he did. And yeah. sure enough, they did. Yeah. So it was like there was a lot of of community built that right. way where it's like yeah. oh we really want this like basic ingredient that a lot of people will use yeah. like the specific black bean yeah. that would be great if you imported and it happened right. so that was that was really cool so seeing seeing right. that happen and like there's my mom had a Peruvian friend who smuggled in frozen ají amarillos one yeah. day to make like proper papa la huancaina which yeah. was really really special because i remember my mom just ran home that day with like this cooler filled with chili peppers that yeah. it, was, it was like we got them we got them we finally have them and, and that was the first time i had papa la huancaina like properly yeah. like made with the right peppers and yeah. it, it's amazing it's delicious so there's there's a lot of like cool memories like that of like mm -hmm. Ingredients become very, very valuable. Right. Yeah. It sounds like you had the literal best possible situation know, for learning right? about the culinary world. Like yeah, it was, just being it was, exposed to so much. It was it was amazing. Like I couldn't I couldn't have asked for like a better like I my my dad was surprised when I wanted to be like a a professional chef. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. why? What? Like, how are you how are you how are you surprised? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was like around I was the most valuable thing that I saw growing up was like food right it like made people happy because yeah. it gave people pieces of home it brought people together so like that's what I grew up seeing is like oh if you cook well you will have yeah. friends yeah. Right, people right, right. want to hang out with yeah. you and like you'll make people happy so that's like it's of course I, that's what yeah. I want right. to do that's of course such a great outlook on yeah. life in general yeah, yeah. good so food good friends were you working in did he open any of those restaurants like when you were still living there and did you work yeah. in any of them I I, I he did he, okay. he opened he opened a few while I was while I was living there I so yeah I, yeah oh, wow. so he uh, I I did I, I that was like my first dip into some like a professional kitchen mm -hmm. yeah. um, and it was it was it was weird. So I was like, my, my attitude when I go into like a new kitchen and I want to learn something is like, I'm kind of like quiet, mm -hmm. yeah. like soak everything in, approach with no ego, kind of just like, learn. I'm here for you to teach me. Right. Like, I'm not, not here for everything. But they like treated me like the boss's son, which I thought oh. was, it really pissed me off. Yeah. It made me so angry. It was, I'm, I'm like, I will, I will mop this floor. It's yeah. fine. And yeah. then they'll be like, get that mop from him. You get that <laughs> mop from him. And then there'll be like an order come in yeah. for, for like, let's say, it, it's like a Mongolian grill slash sushi place in, in a mall. Were so they like yeah. cooking in front of you? Yeah, the they're cooking oh in God. front of you like with the giant plate. Oh my God. Uh, I love Mongolian. Yeah, yeah. Mongolian really barbecue. barbecue. I they, love they did that. as well. Like, yeah. they, they, yeah. like he came here, he's like, oh, people are into Mongolian yeah. grill and that yeah. doesn't really exist there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then he, that's that's what he brought over and, and then it did really well. And so I, I wanted to learn how to roll sushi. Yeah. And so I would like look and then try an order would come in. Then I would try to be like, get that away from him. Yeah. No, no, you just you just watch. You just watch it. Like I, I want to do something. Yeah. Let me do something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was very much very much sheltered from there. So I, I would there was this one Filipino cook though that would take me inside and show me how to roll Aww. things. And I'm like, little mentor action. Yeah. yeah, mentor action. I'm like, cool. oh, okay, thank you. When no one else was looking, yeah. right. otherwise yeah. he'd get yelled at. Yeah. So. How's your sushi game now? Yeah, sushi's um, so hard for sushi's me. Sushi's very hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's. 
there's a, a lot of things that you can kind of like figure out yeah. as you go. You'll be like, oh, I can BS my way through this. Sushi is not one of those things. No, yeah. Sushi, you need hours of yeah. practice. Yeah. You need like a lot of hands on. My sushi game is not great. Yeah. It's, it's like not, the I, I Aero Jeeves of Sushi guys like <laughs> learn how to make rice for 40 <laughs> years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You may now open a <laughs> yeah, restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, I can slice fish, yeah. but yeah. like. Making the rice, rolling it, getting the shape right. It's right. like it's I, I need years of practice right. under yeah. someone who actually knows what they're doing and yeah. not just like a YouTube video <laughs> propped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. So like speaking of YouTube videos, you went to culinary school, right? This must have been shortly after, I guess, if you're yeah. 18. Yeah, I moved here um, and then I, I, I like, I had a... So what prompted that? Like you even just moving here from... I, I just, I, I needed, I, I like out outgrew mm -hmm. I, I, I yeah. like it's a pretty small town you know everybody yeah. you know everything it's like I've ticked all the boxes I, I like need to get out of here yeah. um, so I moved here and then the deal with my dad is like okay you get a real degree mm -hmm. then you can go do what mm -hmm. you want uh, so I, I, I went to uh, I was in new I moved to New Jersey and then went to a community community college there studied uh, business administration, hmm. check that box. I'm like, okay, fine. Now I can go to the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. So then I feel like Jackie did the same exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, sure. here's yeah. the deal. I'll get, I'll, get, right. I'll get a real one if you let me get yeah. do yeah. what I actually want. Yeah. And then when, when he heard that the CIA actually offers like real degrees and not just a certificate, he's like, wow, this is like a real <laughs> school. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's, a, it's yeah. a school. You, you learn something. Um, How long is that program, by the way? I think that it's a two-year for an associate and a four-year for a bachelor. Okay. It's like, a, yeah, I, I would not recommend going to culinary school un unless, unless you're there to please your parents. Interesting. Right. It, unless it's like, a, yeah. it's a negotiation. It's like, fine, I'll get yeah. this piece of paper if yeah. you let me do this career. Well, so it's there's like, so much knowledge on YouTube and like you can really learn a lot. But do you even feel like kitchens? Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Is that why? Like, did you feel like you learned so much more in kitchens anyway that the that ice just like you didn't need it? Or like how it's I it's it's not an environment conducive to learning this trade. Got yeah. it. Because this trade is all about pressure. It's all about repetition. It's all about working with ingredients. It's all about learning about service. It's like a lot of hands-on experience. And when you're there, you, for butcher butchery class, you break down one chicken. Right. right. You're not learning anything. Right. For like shellfish class, you're shucking one oyster. Yeah. Right. Useless. Yeah. All like that's all useless. Right. So I didn't really learn anything until my first like job in a kitchen, which was yeah. at WD50, and yeah. then that's when. That's when I learned the importance of speed, the right. importance mm -hmm. of accuracy, the like, importance here's of like hundred onions, chop them all right exactly. now. Exactly, <laughs> it's not like here's one onion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see a perfect dice. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like it, it's it's stupid. It's totally. like it's just right. not like I would if you're interested in to go in this field, especially now. Like YouTube wasn't that big of a right. thing back yeah. then when I was getting into this, but now you can learn everything on YouTube. So right. if you combine like that kind of knowledge on youtube or like from your favorite cookbook yeah and then combine that with like hands-on restaurant right. training that's all you're you good. need yeah that's yeah. all and there's some there's some people on youtube that are incredible yeah. and they're completely self-taught right just from things that they've got all gathered around we live in a weird time where you can learn Anything, anything you want yeah. on your like you can you can probably perform open heart surgery right. yeah. if you watch enough YouTube Should videos yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who who, someone yeah. who wants to volunteer? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. yeah, that's so interesting the culinary school thing because 
it feels like if you haven't worked in a restaurant, let's say you're someone who grew up cooking and like to cook at home, but you don't have restaurant experience, but you're 18, you go to culinary school. It feels like there should be like a vocational program where you have to be in a kitchen because I feel I like agree. that seems like where people really get weeded well, so out. Well, so like yeah. externships the and things, right? right. Yeah. And did you do, so, like, you must have done an externship, right? Like yeah. Some, yeah. 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 Yeah, at, at WD-50. Yeah. Okay, that was God, the, that's that was that was the, the, yeah. And where is and, that? Uh, it's no longer around anymore, but it was okay. in the Lower East Side. Okay. Right. Wiley Dufresne's oh, old, old got restaurant. It. Got it. Um, fantastic experience. Yeah. It really, like, it, it really, I, I, I was always a very, like, curious cook. Like yeah. I, I wanted to learn the whys, not just like I, I that goes like I, I don't really I wasn't a big like rule follower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, unless you could explain to me why this rule had to be followed, it like did not matter. <laughs> yeah. To yeah, me. yeah. Like, is this going to kill me? They're like, no, then yeah. it's fine. Right. Yeah. And that kind of like was a big part of their philosophy mm-hmm. is like, cool. like their the rules don't matter. Like, just throw that out. Throw like what those old French textbooks right. taught yeah. you. Just focus on like proper technique like how, how can you make this piece of meat the best possible piece of meat and yeah. why does it work like this and so it really taught me to think about the whys and the hows and not just think about the result because yeah. then that's how you can build treat cooking like a puzzle right mm-hmm. once you really understand the hows and all the pieces you can right. move things around and then you can make pretty much anything mm-hmm. you can combine things that people wouldn't necessarily think about combining yeah. so that's that that's was a big that's a really right. cool that was a really great first experience to kind of lay the foundation of just how how I already thought about food before as well because it's it was a very I didn't really believe in traditional cooking because it wasn't I never grew up with traditional yeah. cooking because right. everyone's like yes you can take labneh labneh is d- delicious you can combine it with pasta right. it'll mm-hmm. also be delicious right. like, there's a lot of there's a lot of different combinations that you that I grew up just out of necessity, just because people wanted to recreate dishes that yeah. were ki- they were kind of familiar with. Yeah. And then I combined that with that modern approach of like, no, just throw that out the window. Is it delicious? Yeah. That's the ultimate question. Well, what is, is it traditional delicious? food really? Because traditions change all the time. You know? Exactly. That's, that, yeah. that's like people get really bent out of shape when you're like, this is not how my grandmother right. makes it. Yeah. You are spitting on her grave. <laughs> yeah. You are spitting on my <laughs> culture. But it's like, out of the YouTube comments. Yeah. <laughs> but like, when you go back in time, like, Tomatoes are a core part of Italian right. cooking. They didn't have tomatoes. Tomatoes are not native yeah. to Italy. Yeah, they're I think not. There's a lot of things like that. Probably, yeah, they're right? native yeah. to America. Like yeah. chilies are a really big part of like Thai cuisine. Right. Chilies are not native to that part of the world. They're yeah. native to the Americas. I didn't so not like, know either of those. Things. America, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like a lot of these things, like <laughs> potatoes. Right. Spoiler alert: not Irish. Is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah. Also from South America. Wow. So there's like a lot of these core things that you're like, this is my tradition. Yeah. How dare you? But it's like it changes. Yeah. Right. Things new. Yeah. Things change. Like they're new ingredients that get introduced to new places yeah. and then they become a part of that mm-hmm. culinary language. Yeah. Like right now I feel like Amazon has played a big part of this but like the world is getting smaller yeah. Yeah. You get smaller any smaller. ingredient delivered to your door. Yeah. I yeah. get like my favorite rice to have at home like comes from is this short grain rice from Japan yeah. that's like hand polished it's like oh my God. It's, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, it's, it's a luxury <laughs> but it's like I don't have rice that often so when I have it I want it I want it to be really nice yeah. rice so that's like my my gift to myself yeah. so it's like you wouldn't be able to get that rice yeah. yeah and it's like I and I don't cook it like sushi rice I turn it into other things right yeah because it's like I understand how short grain rice works yeah right. and I know different ways to cook it yeah. right so that's like I'm not spitting on Japanese tradition right I, I love your rice you'd make um you grow yeah. amazing rice right. you treat it really well but it's not 
it it's not how I like to use it. Right. right. Like I mean, anyone who doesn't follow you on Instagram who's listening to this should because you make some really interesting like. Like the corn kind of queso thing with miso was like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's like all these things that you just wouldn't think about, which is super cool because a lot of these YouTube videos and TikTok videos, which are amazing, often just are repeating the same kind of handful recycling. of things. Yeah. yeah, which is cool too. But um, it's just nice to see somebody do something totally different all the time. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. like, that's kind of, that, that's an active choice. Like I don't, and anytime like I write a recipe or put something out there, it's like I want to make sure is like, is this something that people have seen before. Yeah. yeah. If, if it is, then, like, I don't, I personally, I know that's a lot of people's game and yeah. respect to that. That's great. Yeah. Like, it's everyone bring, brings a different twist right. of things. Go for it. But, like, personally, my, like, challenge to myself is, okay, what can I bring different to this, yeah. to this recipe or right. to this dish that will, you know, be delicious or, or just be a little different? Right. Yeah. And do you... On that note, do you enjoy writing recipes then, or do you really just enjoy like riffing and like cooking and or like being in the kitchen? Being in the kitchen, like I I like I like just being in the kitchen. Yeah, kind of like the I feel like how how I develop most recipes is I actually just cook Mm -hmm. and then and then write the recipe later. Like I I like to be around the ingredients and then I'll be like, oh, this is good. This should be a recipe, and then I'll write the recipe. I don't really like to sit down and like write out right. a recipe. Yeah. I, I like to like be in there and, and have it feel a little off the cuff. Right. Because that feels a little, that, that's where my personal creativity thrives yeah. Yeah. better. Well, you're perfect for the yeah. show you have at the New York Times, Mystery Menu. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is yeah. like just that. It's like they throw an ingredient in front of you and you got to figure out like a zillion ways right. to do something with it. Going back to, is, was it WD, <laughs> what is it? WD-40. It would not be the first. Yeah. Is that why they did that, or is that... Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So, how long were you there, ultimately? Uh, for a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, was, that was the part of your... That was your externship, but also... Yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. So, then... And they, like, uh, I was offered to stay there for longer, but I had to go back to school, and I was really bitter oh, about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was really, really, really upset about being back in culinary school. Yeah. After yeah. That. What a bummer. Yeah. After you're, yeah. like... Already working. Yeah. <laughs> You're already working. Like, oh, this is great. Right. I really like the people I the work with. I really, right. I really like this restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Did you and think about, like, trying to go back there after you finished school? Um, I, I, I did, but I also wanted, at that point, it's like, okay, I've done that. Let yeah. me, let me yeah. try, and, try and do something else. Yeah. Okay, so then you finished. How long, how much longer did you have to go in culinary school? school? A year. Okay. Yeah. Like another year? Yeah. Yeah. And then Sol and I ended up getting married. Um. And then we moved to L.A., which is where, where she's from. Oh. Um, you guys met in culinary school? We met in culinary yeah. school. Cool. Um, oh, my gosh. You guys got married right away. Yeah, yeah. We met in culinary school. We had every class together. Oh, oh my We God, were so in every, like, group project together. <laughs> so we, we, were, we were initially friends. Well, initially, she didn't like me very much. Then <laughs> then, worked on uh, a little bit. then worked on that a little bit. Yeah. We became friends. And then, and then we got married. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so we, moved, we moved to L.A., um, I, I did not like it. Where in LA no were you? Uh, so I, don't I, I did not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't either. Okay. okay. Oh, great. Yeah. There's there's yeah. like a lot of yeah. Not I not know. not for me. Yeah. Just not yeah, for same. me. Like you, you sure you get sun, but yeah. at what cost? Exactly. At what cost? At what cost? Two hours at what of cost? Every day. Yeah. Also, like, I don't need the sun every day. I don't. Like, I'm also not 
yeah. a sun person. Same. I'm not I, either. I, I yeah. like. I, yeah. I want overcast. <laughs> yes, I want cloudy. Same. Like, give me some rain. <laughs> me I'm too. happy. Like, I don't need the sun yeah. ever. I'm Fuck fine. The sun, yeah. Like you heard it when, <laughs> when I'm like, hot take. Fuck the sun. Yeah. So it didn't. It didn't really. Didn't really fit. And like the the restaurant scene there now is like very different. Yeah. But yeah. like uh, at the time, it just didn't feel as alive it, as mm-hmm. it is here. Like here, yeah. there's like a certain competition. There's like really you're constantly striving to be the best in right. in a lot of. And that's kind of what yeah. I was looking for. I was I, I wanted that. You're I wanted going that for high end, I was right? going for high end. Yeah. I was going for high end. Okay. I, I wanted to really really grow and learn and really get a lot of really get like. Shat on. That's yeah. what I was yeah. looking. Yeah. I was looking yeah. for. I, I was. I was looking for that. For that pressure. I was looking kind of for military like, like, like exactly. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Yeah. That's yeah. what. And I. It, it just. I didn't really find what what I wanted yeah. there. So we were we were just there for for six months. Luckily, oh. she didn't like it as much as <laughs> I didn't like yeah. it. Which yeah. is, even Thank though God. she's from there, <laughs> yeah. which is great. So yeah. we moved back to New York. Okay. Um. And then that's that's when uh I started working at Empeon with right. with Alex Stupak who was the pastry chef at WD-50. Got so it. So that kind of, okay. it, it's really funny how like these little moments just build on each other and then yeah. then it eventually you have yep. a career. Mm-hmm. It's all about um, connections. Yeah, it's I know. A, it's yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing with New York too. Like whatever industry you're in is ends up being very small very quickly. Yeah. And, and But in a way that everyone helps each other. and It's amazing. Each other. Yeah. Especially like the, everyone, the restaurant scene is so small here. Everyone knows everybody else. And, yeah. and there's like, there's this camaraderie yeah. between every, I'm sure it's the same in every industry totally. just because oh, yeah. it's like, it's, yes, it's very, very competitive, but you're all in this together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah. it's, it's just the perfect blend of, right. of like what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. All the um, bartenders and all the owners in Bushwick like are on a giant group thread. Are they really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's talking, you know, you need a handyman, whatever. Yeah. Like, that it's kind of re- thing. That's really cool. That's, yeah. that's really, really yeah. special. Yeah. So, so you like the pressure in the kitchen. Like I know there's a couple trains of thought on that. Like you got guys like Jay Kenji, who's all about like being really nice to everybody. And, mm-hmm. and then there's like the Gordon Ramsay kind of TV character. That's like, you know, idiot sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, like, how do you feel about the somewhere in the middle or you I, like the pressure? I, so at the, I was like, I, I had something to prove to myself. Like I, I was a sick kid. I had like this this autoimmune disease that was pretty uh. chronic. Um, I had like it, it's called ITP, where where my platelet count was really low, which meant that my blood wouldn't really clot. So I w- could I I could like get internal bleeding that wouldn't stop. Oh, so there was a lot oh of things gosh. I couldn't do as a kid Got physically it. that yeah. I wanted to. Like, and is that like something that was only as a kid? Or I mean, like it, it, it was up until like 13. Oh, wow. So it, it was, oh, wow. it was a long time. Oh my yeah. God. Um, and so things like I would sneak out to play basketball. And then this yeah. one time, like I made a shot, it rebounded off the rim and then the basketball hit me in the face. Normally hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But for me, like <laughs> I ended up with like this giant bruise <gasps> on the Oof. right side of my face that like wouldn't stop. So oh, then no. like that meant a hospital visit. Mm. So there's a, I spent a lot of times in and out of hospitals, yeah. a lot of times like being told, no, you can't do this. Yeah. So, so I personally had a lot to prove because right. I wanted that very physical, very tiring. Yeah. Like I signed up for every brunch double. Mm-hmm. I like I, I wanted to feel like I was physically pushed yeah. to my limit really because I could. Yeah. Yeah. I could. Like I wanted to prove myself. I'm like, I can do this now. So let me do it. Right. So, uh, yeah. so that was a big 
part of what I was looking for at the time. Yeah. But my, my philosophy on, on that in general, I think there's a happy medium between mm-hmm. treating someone respectfully yeah. and pushing them to their limit. Right. Yeah. I think that's how you get better. Like yeah. being pushed to your limit, then your limit changes. Yeah. It's like working out. Mm-hmm. Like right. you stress you, the muscles. You stress that muscles yeah. to their limit until they, you feel like you can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you take a break. And then the next time you push it further. And yeah. then you keep pushing it further. And that's how you end up becoming really really good right but like like a personal trainer there are different ways you can achieve that you can be supportive you can you can do that nicely or you can just like scream in someone's face and right i i think their restaurants are thankfully going moving into like a more inclusive a gentler place which i think is great because there was a lot of (coughs) excuse me a lot of verbal abuse a lot of physical abuse like depending on what restaurant you were in mm-hmm. um depending on who you are like uh, but there is no place for that in a workplace mm-hmm. but at the same time there is a way to push yeah. people, well, people without like hurting the their feelings the right. yeah, yeah and, and some people yeah. like the pressure like right. it's, it just it just depends like there's depends on there's it, it no one should feel threatened at work right yeah. like that 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 yeah we can all agree on yeah. that no one should feel like yes. oh t- today i'm gonna i'm gonna get a plate thrown at my face right. and then my nose my bray yeah. like yeah. no one should feel like that have at you work ever had an experience like that that was just awful with, like, I, I, I have not personally i have not yeah. which is which yeah. is good yeah. but I, i've 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 heard yeah. and like seen other other yeah. situations but i personally have not had a situation yeah. like that which is right nice. and i think so never point. throws a plate at you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> never at home. Um, yeah, I also feel like there's a way to put pressure on in a professional sense versus like a personal one, exactly. and like that's yeah. another way that like lines can get blurred. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's I think it's important, especially in that fine dining setting where you are striving for that kind of perfection. I feel like you do need to get pushed to yeah. get to that level. Right, you do. You just yeah. have to. Like you it's won't. It's not gonna happen without it. It's not yeah. gonna happen without it. Yeah. But you can also push. In a professional, respectful way. Right. I think I think that's that's what everyone's like. There, there, there's like people throwing their hands up. He's like, oh, fine dining is gonna suck now because you can't like throw people down the stairs anymore. It's <laughs> like yeah. it's just a couple of crazy people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like no, you can you can still push people. Yeah. It, you just have to figure out how to do yeah. it respectfully. Right. Stern but fair. Stern yeah, but stern fair. But exactly. Fair. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So you did fine dining for a bit, right? I mean, yeah, that was I did kind of for a, I did for a while. Did did the rounds like well. Was at Corton for a while, uh, did Empeon for a while, um, and then and then I kind of shifted to a more of a more of a casual mm-hmm. side. So then I I, uh, I worked at the Moofuku Endo, mm. which was like the delivery only concept right. that they had, which was really really cool. Um, also, w- like there, I worked with JJ Basil, who's also like good friend of mine yeah. we met at wd50 so it has a similar mindset of understanding the house and like that was a fun puzzle to work because all the dishes there it was you wanted to make maximum delicious but it was things you can make quickly yeah in a in in bulk and also that would hell hold for a certain amount of time right because it, be it was because yeah. it had yeah. to be delivered yeah. so so to shift from oh this is tweezer food needs to be yeah. perfect yeah. needs to go from from uh, sous vide bath to plancha right. to plate in like 15 seconds. You yeah. got to make that work to that, to like, how can you make this fried chicken stay crisp? Right. Yeah. Uh, Different be perfectly seasoned, stay not dry out and be delivered. Yeah. Like it's a completely other set of challenges. And that's what I love about like 
the culinary field is that right. there's so many, if you get bored of one corner of it, you can move into another. There's unlimited yeah. numbers of directions that you can go in. Like it never gets boring because yeah. right. there's always something to learn. There's right. always something new to do. Like what I'm doing now is completely different right. from what I was yeah. doing 15 years ago. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, but I'm still working with food. I'm still being creative with food, yeah. so it's it's really yeah. cool. Like how your version of casual is still like Momofuku. What were some of the like staple items on that delivery menu that you thought worked well for delivery? You the, the thing, the, the fried chicken. JJ's yeah. fried chicken, I yeah. think, is. It's a shame you can't really find it anymore because I think it was probably the best fried chicken in the, real, I was in the city. Ask, it was amazing. Like, what's the technique? Well, now, uh, what do you think is the best fried chicken in the city? <sighs> deep question. That's a deep, that's a tough, tough I know, question. I think. I know my favorite isn't like Williamsburg or Brooklyn, at least. I don't know. But yeah, I think okay, it's they're, di- they're different tiers. So, yeah. fast food, the best fast food sure. fried chicken, Popeyes. Yeah, 100%. Everyone can agree on yeah. that. Yes. I don't think anyone disagrees that Popeyes <laughs> yeah. is hands down the, the best, best. Fa- fast yeah, yeah. food. Like, yeah. no one comes close. No. Yeah. Like, I had, like when uh, when Solo was pregnant, she had a craving for KFC. Yeah. Um, like, KFC. Well, we haven't had it in a long, like, I don't remember the last time I had KFC because we're always having Popeyes. Exactly. So we're like curious. So like, let's give it a try. Terrible. Really good. terrible. Is KFC a sponsor of this? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Popeyes. Yeah. Good job. Uh, Popeyes. Yeah. Definitely. Popeyes. A plus. Yeah. Um, no, no one has sponsored this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not not food. great. Yeah. I I do like Bob White. Oh, I've I do like Bob White. I wanted White? to try it. I've I've still never is had that, it. Is that fast food or is that a restaurant in New York? It, it's a uh, it's it's a uh, it's a casual like fast foody thing, but yeah. it's a small it, it's it. it's a small mm-hmm. operation. Okay. Yeah. Um, they do so they they have a location on Avenue C B or C I think yeah. it's C mm-hmm. and they deliver fried chicken sandwiches which are great, but you have to go in to get their actual fried chicken mm. pieces. Yeah. yeah. So I like that because like they they they're like. They know that their fried chicken doesn't right. deliver well, so yeah. it's like you yeah. want it, you better yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. And it's really good. It's I I think it's it's my favorite. But usually, if we're not if we're having fried chicken, um, we're usually making yeah. it. Honestly, yeah. the best fried chicken is yeah. is the one at home. Yeah, yeah. that's always because you like you, we like cooking it in a cast iron pan, right. so yeah. you get like those nice varnish bits. It's like mm-hmm. the best fried chicken is the one you make at always. home. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm hungry. Same with I know, right? Yeah, no, Popeyes. I don't want fried chicken when I get home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. What about what, what's yours? What's your favorite? I was gonna say Commodore. Commodore. Yeah, yeah. I know. I think they're not the s- the sandwich is fine, but the fried chicken plate, like it's you're the saying, same, yeah. is so good. It's way better oh. than the actual. Sandwich. I don't think yeah. I've ever had oh the Commodore fried chicken. You should go for that. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. And it comes with like the honey butter and biscuits and like really? the three hot sauces. sauces. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really so good. good. I don't. Th- I don't think I even knew that they had a fried chicken plate because oh, yeah. you only ever hear about their the fried nachos. chicken sandwich. The plate oh, the sandwich is the way. No, the, the yeah. plate's the way, 100%. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's way hot, different. Hot tip. Yeah. 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 Commodore, if you're interested in sponsoring <laughs> this yeah. podcast. I would love to be sponsored <laughs> <Yeah>. at Commodore. <laughs> no. Frozen mojitos and fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, okay, so that's... All right, so we got Momofuku, right? You're doing the delivery thing. And then where did you go from there? So from there, I... So we... We we opened up before I worked at Ando. We opened up Hail Mary, our restaurant right, in, that in was Greenpoint. Before. That was before. Yeah, okay. um, it it was open for a year. It was like right. elevated and then it closed. Diner, yeah, it was, it was it was a diner right. with like 
it, yeah, an yeah. elevated diner, yeah. uh, which I learned at the time that no one really wants because because <laughs> <laughs> diners like people's perception of diners that they're cheap yeah. and they're fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were not fast and we were not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so you are doing like our fine bad. dining diner. Our, our yeah. bad. Our bad. So we, what was the like some of the like highlights on the menu there? Well, we did a we we did a fried chicken like a hot fried chicken, yeah. but we used sasso chickens, okay. which are this like really nice heritage bird with oh, yellow yeah. fat that you get like from one specific purveyor in oh New York. God. They're probably the best chickens I've ever worked with. I yeah. love them. Yeah. Um, but they're expensive because yeah. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> so delicious fried chicken, but not it didn't really mesh with what people wanted to pay. Right. We made everything in house, everything. Wow. We made our own American cheese. We like so baked cheese. our own <laughs> bread. Um, so oh like so our cheese. So it's our like a thirty dollar fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So our like cheeseburger, which yeah. was like a riff on a McDonald's. I love the McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah. Like Who doesn't? Single patty cheese. Yep. And freezes them by the way. No, 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 you are a monster. Because McDonald's are hard to come by <laughs> why would you ever need to freeze them? trust me i try to figure it out <laughs> that's a long story for a different day <laughs> so but yeah so it was a riff on like the mcdonald's cheeseburger but it was fresh bread made our own american wow. cheese and then we ground the the meat fresh every day oh it had God. like dry oh aged beef fat in it so it was like this lovingly constructed McDonald's cheeseburger, yeah. and yeah. it came out looking like a McDonald's cheeseburger. You're like, right. all it. Th <laughs> and they're like, perfect. But that it cost more than a McDonald's yeah. cheeseburger, so people were upset. Confused. And we were also like, I don't know why we were like this, but we're like, we're not going to say any of this on the menu because the food is going to speak for itself. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Literally, a menu is what yeah. speaks for your food. That's yeah. the point of a menu. Oh my God. So it just had like cheeseburger. Yeah. Fifteen dollars, uh. and then it comes out, and it's a McDonald's cheeseburger, and then people are confused, yeah. and it's like it's yeah. We made, we made a lot of mistakes. That's fine. Um, well, so how long was that place operating? It was for? for a year. Yeah, okay, last, cool. Last God, year, I mean, year. it sounds like I want to try all try the oh, food. food, yeah. food was delicious. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> it was all delicious, and like uh, Solo ran the pastry program and the bar program. Cool. The drinks were amazing. Yeah. They're really they're riffs on like classic diner like there's a banana split that nice. was oh my. banana split manhattan type thing where she Damn, steeped bananas in whiskey and then it there so was, was some bar there was some like fun yeah. really fun takes yeah. on on things that just wasn't right for the time maybe do better in greenpoint now yeah, yeah. Probably. Greenpoint was a different place and like there uh, other people have done the riffs on like the fancy diner yeah so i think it, it's it's less jarring yeah. right now was that where D and D is now? That's where D and D. Oh. Uh, it was the. It, it was the. It's a good space. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it was yeah. a really, really nice space. Big space. Yeah. yeah. Really yeah. nice skylights in the back. Yeah, it was yeah. really, really cool. We we didn't really have a lot of money, so we or any. Yeah. So we did it all ourselves. Like oh so, we sanded the floors. Oh we, wow. We got some friends to like help us wallpaper. It, it was like a very. Very like mom and pop yeah. operation. Did wow, you what a cool experience. Did you raise any money to open that spot? We did not. Or just do yourself? We did wow, we that's did ourselves. We did it ourselves. That's not uh, we got a we got a small loan from my dad, and then we tried to get some, yeah. just some loans from banks. Yeah. They weren't interested. Yeah. So so we're like, okay, we have this little amount of money. We want to try and do this. Let's make this work. Yeah. So then we kind of we just made that budget work for us, and that yeah. meant 
doing everything. Wow, so, it's expensive. Was it yeah. already built for a restaurant? Was it like it was vented? Built. That, and, that's why we yeah. picked. We luckily found that place. It was fully. It turnkey. was vented. We it was fully turnkey. Yeah. So yeah. that was the only way it could happen. Because if we had to do any work with a right. contractor, we would not be able it's to. Right. Expensive. Yeah. So we we just made all the cosmetic changes we could so that the restaurant looked different yeah. mm-hmm. and like really cool. So so that that was really the approach we went. So we just went in, slapped on some paint. And yeah. then hmm. started cooking. Wow. Yeah. So you did that for a year. And then what, when does it become the point where you're like, all right, we got to, it's not working properly. Like it's not working how we want it to work. You know what I mean? Well, it was like by that time, by like at, right before we closed, it like started turning and started getting busier. Ugh. And oh then man, yeah. it takes time. It, it takes time. But then we just didn't have the money yeah. To, yeah. to sustain it. We just, we just didn't like, we got, we got like a star chef's best new chef award oh for God. it. Yeah. And then the, the week after we got the award, we had to close the week before, oh. <laughs> so no. it was really rough. So, it, so it like it just oh my gosh, it's just it's really expensive sustaining yeah. the restaurant. Yeah. It's like a, it it takes because we were we were making sure we were paying our employees fairly. We were yeah. using like sustainable like ingredients that we were proud of serving. Yeah. So th- all that stuff yeah. is expensive. Yeah. So yeah. it it really it just it just didn't yeah wasn't feasible. So then that closed. Then I went to I'm like okay. I want to, we, we need money. So like the day we closed and had our au- auction, I started working the, that Monday. So we closed, we closed Saturday, sold things Sunday, and then I was at work on Monday. It's a good lesson uh, for people that like don't yeah. give up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it, well, it's like we're looking at our bank account. There's nothing in yeah. there because yeah. we poured it something. all into this restaurant. Um, and so started working right away. And then a year after that, Ando closed. So oh it's geez. like two back-to-back closings. I'm like, okay, I, I need something stable. Yeah. So then I, I applied for like a corporate chef job at E2 Hospitality oh. that does like the BLT steaks and the Chloe's. They have like a yeah. whole bunch of restaurants. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I just want, I was looking for security. I was yeah. looking for health insurance. I like, yeah. okay, I just want something stable now. Right. Um, and even then, like I learned, I feel like I wasn't a great manager until mm-hmm. that job. Because you're managing huge groups of people right. all over the country, and you're you're working with a corporate team, you're working with an office, you're, you're so you you really learn how to communicate yeah. with a lot of different people instead of because my experience has always been like cooks there, you're here, right. you're right. just communicating almost like directly with, but yeah. learning how to communicate indirectly yeah. with groups and yeah. kitchens, and it's like a whole other skill that I'm totally. like really grateful yeah. to learn and then so i'm like okay i'm, I'm moving i'm chilling where where i'm feeling stable and then COVID hits oh geez and so then all <laughs> the restaurants close <gasps> and so yeah. so then i i i'm out of a job again and then then that's that's when the shift kind of happens to kind of all right i need to be in control right again yeah. and so yeah. then then wow. that's when it kind of shifted into this recipe developing media. Right. Like I'm still, I'm, I'm still consulting on restaurants, but yeah. it's not like it's, it's a different, it's a different right. thing. And I am, I'm getting back into the restaurant game because I am opening a restaurant with, with a couple of partners. That's right. I was Four Greens. So it's yeah. an oyster New Orleans kind of vibe, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Oh We're my really God, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. New Orleans really is like one of our favorite cities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is. It's yeah. fantastic. Anoop, um, one of my partners in the project, like really the, the the main force behind the project. He's he's Anoop? from Louisiana. Got it. Yeah. 
I feel like I know. Probably. Yeah, Anoop yeah. knows everybody. Right, Because right. the industry is quite small. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll probably know, know him when you see him mm-hmm. yeah. um, when the restaurant opens. Yeah. When's yeah. it um, opening, by the way? Um, we're in construction right now, Got hopefully. It. Hopefully soon, fingers cool. crossed. The menu's all developed. <gasps> yeah. We've been doing pop-ups. Uh, we're oh hoping to do some more yeah. just so people can kind of get a taste Good of taste. the menu. It's, it's, it's going really well, and I'm, cool. I'm really excited for everything we've put together. Like, it's been years of development and right. tasting. We went to New Orleans together, yeah. ate, ate across the city, oh and kind of, like, are bringing back that kind of that kind of flavor. But it's really hard to find good broiled oysters, like mm. a good yeah. variety of... Bro- like like people Felix's yeah. or whatever. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, people will do... A Rockefeller, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's it. So yeah. your choice is a Rockefeller or a raw oyster or yeah. like a pan roast. Right. right, that's pretty much it. But like we're really expanding that what you can do with an oyster. So we're frying it, we're broiling it a bunch of different oh ways. We're um, we're serving it raw, obviously. Like my favorite, my my favorite broiled is the like you mentioned Felix's. Yeah. There's a certain smell, like yeah. a smoky mm-hmm. smell that the char char broiled oysters give you. Yeah, and then as soon as like when we were developing it and they came out from under the broiler and we smelled it, we're like, that's <gasps> it. We nailed it. Yeah. That, like, yeah. that is it. That, yeah. That's like, I think that's the one I'm most proud of. Yeah. Like yeah. Most proud of. I'm happiest with because it's just, it, it's perfect. It's yeah. perfect. So are you going to be like actually in the kitchen or you're just helping like develop the menu and open the restaurant and you're like part co-owner or how, what's I'm the, a, yeah, I'm a partner in the bit. Like I'm Got definitely going to be very involved, but yeah. we're, we're going to have a chef yeah. that we're hiring for right now. Oh, actually. Oh, yeah. uh, there we go. Post yeah. on Craigslist. You like you oysters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like oysters? Yeah. Please reach out to me <laughs> if you're interested. Um, yeah, there, there's going to be like a chef in the kitchen running the day to day, but I'm cool. going to be very involved. Uh, definitely like spearheading the menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited to be involved in the restaurant industry yeah. again from from this perspective. Right. Is there going to be other sort of like Cajun dishes and things, or is it going to be mostly oysters? Oh, so we, we're not going to serve any meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be oysters, shrimp, and crab, cool. and a bunch of different fun things that nice. we're doing with that. We also have like an escargot situation yeah, yeah. that is really, d- really, really delicious. It's it's fun. It's, yeah. it's re- I'm, I can't wait. I'm really Where did excited you say that for is people again? to try it. In Fort Greene. Fort Greene. Okay. Okay. Is that going to be like a bar too? A restaurant only? It's going to be a bar. Nice. There's like, uh, there's there's going to be some solid, solid, <laughs> really, really cold yeah. martinis. Um, cause I, I feel like martinis yes, and oysters 100%. just like are yeah. perfect. How do you yeah. do your, how do you take your martini? We asked Jackie this Dirty. Too. Yeah. Dirty. Yeah. Like dirty. Uh, vodka very, very dirty gin. Yes. Yeah. See? I hate the vodka. Same. Yeah. Yeah. A vodka martini is not a true martini. I feel it's like. I yeah. I to- also yeah. like. Why do you want to drink a glass of vodka? I don't know. I know. Who wants to drink no a sense. glass of like? Then drink some rubbing <laughs> alcohol. Right. That's like it's the same thing. <laughs> I totally yeah, agree. I, I like gin. At least has like you've got those the juniper. You've got right. some yeah. aromatic. It's like. It's good. Don't you want some flavor with your right. alcohol? You yeah. want so, like it's yeah. it's good. And then you like really dirty lots of lots of brine yeah. in there. Yeah. Ooh, so it's like. Salty, yeah. yeah, it's great. Can't you can't ice cold though? Yeah. Needs yeah. To be, oh, yeah, needs to be ice cold yes. as soon yeah. as it it comes up like a little bit, then it gets gross. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. I'm just drinking alcohol. Like, yeah. It's like yeah. you need it to be ice cold, shaken <laughs> or stirred. Uh, shaken, yeah. yeah, okay. Um, and when is this new place gonna open? Uh, TBD, we're TBD. still in the still construction, construction phase, yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. Okay, so like you're doing that and you're consulting for other restaurants, like what. What really goes into consulting first? Like, say someone asks you to, like, put together a menu. Like, where do you even start with something? Like, I guess it could be a theme, maybe, or... Well, it, there are different type of consulting. So, 
I've consulted for restaurants as a whole, or you can consult on like an individual item. Yeah. So a lot of it is, is kind of like talking to what the person's vision is, mm-hmm. is yeah. getting that and a lot of tasting. So those are the main two components. So like first I'd get like, okay, what are you interested in? What are you looking for? Cause it's important to, it's really important to have like the menu, not read like a consultant made mm-hmm. it. Right. Like what does that it, mean? Like, like it, it's, a little generic like yeah. it, it's like you you don't really have any personality of the space or right. the owner or Got whoever's it. the driving force behind it that's like the most important part of what i think about when consulting is right. like try and get some personality in there because then it just falls flat right yeah. it just it it feels very like corporate right like yeah. th- then it's like you're just the Smith. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like I exactly know, I the type I, I was yeah, thinking I, of. I know people love giving the it's Smith. It's like cheeseburger. Yeah. You're, not, you're not sponsored by the Smith. Yeah. Right? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's like, I think it's important to get a feel for for the personality, what, what yeah. they're going for. Like like the vibes are important yeah. when, when you're developing a menu. Yeah. And then and then we just taste. Right. Yeah. And then we just taste and tweak Iterate, and ta- yeah. until, until you get it right. Yeah. Okay. So, I, so now... They're getting kind of back into the restaurant business and also consulting. And you've had your stint in media. Do you enjoy the media aspect of things? Are you kind of like, it's fun, but I don't want it to be my main gig? Like, how have you felt about that experience? I, I think, it, to me, it's it's new. Yeah. So it, there's, like, a certain challenge to it that I, I find it really fun. Okay. I, I'm, 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 I'm enjoying it. Like, the... The show I do with Sola for the New York Times mystery—that's yeah. mystery menu. That's yeah. one of my favorite things. It's also. so fun. It's, I watch all those it's episodes. It's a lot of fun because it's—it's yeah. just we love cooking competition shows. Mm-hmm. Like we like we've watched every season of Top Chef as it comes out, and it's really Same. cool because we like kind of grew up on it together because it's been around forever. Yeah. So Ever. we've, we've yeah. like watched every season. We're always in a different place in our lives yeah. with every season. So it's like kind of like st- when we re- we recently rewatched all the seasons. So it's like <laughs> strolling down memory lane because it's like, oh, we were here when this season yes. came out. Yes. We're, we were like, we're like cuddled up in the bunk bed at, yeah. at the CIA <laughs> with this season. So it, w- it was like, it was really, it's really cool. So we love yeah. cooking yeah. competitions. So it's kind of like our way to do a cooking competition mm-hmm. so it's really like it's really fun it's so much fun it's, so yeah. it's it's really fun is that show like ongoing still like are you gonna uh, do another episode soon yeah hopefully yeah. Yeah. yeah if they if they want it new york yeah. times if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's a great show i know I, i've seen like every episode all the dishes you guys make are so creative it's, well, it's, br- it's so interesting like tell them what it is like just so uh, you're know, listening it's yeah i mean so essentially you guys have an hour mm-hmm. right and they give you a mystery ingredient and then you're supposed to create a full meal yeah they they initially the prompt is uh um dinner and dessert or like like one two dishes but we're like no no let's let's like real again like let's push ourselves see how far we can go with this and then there are some of them that just end up becoming full tasting menus just because we get really excited for for an ingredient so it's it's a lot of fun seeing what you can do with an ingredient and it's a fun mental like yeah. activity like it's a good way to kickstart your creativity yeah which is right. always fun so last year you guys did a uh, the mystery ingredient around this time was cranberry like the canned cranberry sauce right yeah was yeah. there anything from that that you would make again this thanksgiving since it's oh up? yeah there's a uh we made like a queso fundido mm-hmm. type thing with like crispy cheese that yeah. kind of looked like a deep dish pizza yeah. that was amazing <laughs> that was so 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 good oh yeah, I was just going to ask if there's anything that you have recreated or if there's anything that you made that 
you were like, oh my God, this is like not good. I want to eat that again. <laughs> There's uh I think the the jello episode, like yes, it was tasty. <laughs> but it's like it's I, I don't need to work with jello again. Hot yeah. pockets as well. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't need to I don't need to work with hot pockets again. <laughs> right. Like I that was my first time having a hot pocket and my last time really? having a Got hot pocket. Because that many hot pockets in Qatar. No, they're, 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 they 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 didn't have them, but when they did get them, since it's an import, yeah. they're really expensive. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yes, here you can justify spending a dollar for a hot pocket, right. right? And then, but there, can you justify like spending three dollars on right. a hot pocket? Like, like what's your food. what's your like? <laughs> yeah. Like I said, like oh, hot pockets are like not like my my parents didn't consider real food, yeah. and then people got mad at me calling me elitist. Is like, oh my gosh. but <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's not. It's no. it's yeah. it's not like yes, it's a cheap food. Yeah. But if it's not cheap any anymore, can, will What's you still point? pay for it? Right. Yeah. Like it's so it wasn't a cheap food to me growing yeah. up. Right. So my parents are like, we are not spending this much on something that isn't real food. Right. Right. So it's like, like, would you get a McDonald's hamburger for ten dollars? Yeah. yeah <laughs> would you spend ten dollars on a McDonald's hamburger? Yeah. Like, is yeah. that like what is your threshold? Right. Of right. Like the, these things are accessible because of their price point. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you take the price point away. No point. There's no point. Right. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So, so yeah, something that you would make again, or that you have made again from one of the oh, the uh, banana polenta, which Ooh. we did with we we yeah. make that all the time. Oh, really? It's, yeah. We we okay. that's just like a regular yeah. side for us. It's it's delicious. Yeah. It, it's How do you do really What's the strategy? I haven't seen that one yet. I uh, it's uh, just you make regular polenta and then you just finish it with chopped up bananas. Uh, some mascarpone cheese, season yeah. it up. That, that's all you need. Salty, just sweet, salty. Yeah. The bananas play with the corn really well. Yeah. It's yeah. Delish. delicious. 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 And I actually don't like bananas as a hand fruit. Really? <laughs> like hand fruit. Bananas, <laughs> bananas need to be the perfect ripeness for me to like them. You, know, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I like them a little mushy. I don't know. You do? Oh, you I, like hate, I hate really? the mushy. I hate the mushy. Same. I like them like almost not ripe yet. Like, I, I totally agree. Yeah. I want a little snap to my bananas. Yeah. <laughs> If there's like a speckle on the banana, they're going to Sola smoothies because I'm I'm not eating them. I uh, I like like a, an unspeckled banana. Yeah. <laughs> a hand fruit. Yeah. So you're doing Thanksgiving. Yeah. We were talking before a little oh, bit. Yeah. Uh, you you have a kid now. We small do. We, ha we have a yeah. small a small child. She's almost three months oh old. My, Exciting. A tiny baby. A tiny baby. So okay, so you're doing Thanksgiving with your family. Your sister's coming town. You said, what yeah. are you guys gonna make? So we're there's kind of so it's a really small intimate Thanksgiving. It's just gonna be. Four of us. Cool. So what's really cool about that is that you can kind of blow it up a little more because you're not you don't have to worry about feeding a large group of people. Right. right. So we're we're kind of we're splurging a little bit this year since it's our it's our like baby's first Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're we're we planned. We actually wrote out a menu. We're going to spend the whole day just cooking. Love so that. it's. We, we want to make like mac and cheese annulotti. Mm. So we're going to make fresh pot, but we yeah. still want it to taste like mac and cheese. And we're going to shave a little white truffle on that there because why not? It's it, They're <laughs> in season. They're it only in season for a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. They're really special. We have a connect. So it's it's going to be great. We're really, really excited for it. And then we're going to do like make some rolls, um, make some nori rolls nice. and then serve that with like a little uni. That's so nice. a little uni and like warm, warm roll. It's kind of like, <laughs> like crazy things. it's like butter of the sea. Over. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're really excited to, to kind of flex our creative muscles because yeah. it's like we right now, since we've shifted to kind of more of a media forward home cook type of cooking, we don't really cook 
the food we were trained to cook, right. which is like fine dining with these big ingredients. So we like to at least like save up and once a year get like a tin of caviar or yeah. get get some uni or get fancy get, with it. Get get fancy with yeah. it. Like like it's not an everyday thing, right? Like, but it's like it's the holidays, so it's like it it feels like an appropriate time yeah. to do it, right? And especially since it's like. Our, our baby's first Thanksgiving, yeah. like, it'd be really funny to have, you know, <laughs> her at the table surrounded by truffles and uni. That's like, <laughs> yeah. a, that's like a fun, that's like a fun first Thanksgiving. Right. Oh, we we want to do something special. I know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, that's so fun. So it's not, it's almost just an excuse to make a delicious meal, not necessarily a Thanksgiving yeah. theme. Oh, there's yeah. going to be turkey. We should oh. do turkey. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How we're do you doing, do turkey? Um, so we're going to you usually usually like to dry brine it. Yeah. So like turkey, rub it with a lot of salt. Just let it hang out in the fridge. Since the turkey's like usually if you're doing it with a chicken, overnight is right. plenty. But since it's a turkey, you want at least a couple of days okay. for it to really get that yeah. that dr- the benefits of the dry brine. So it goes all the way in. Right. Um, and then a slow slow roast, like low temp, like two fifty. Oh wow. Two fifty yeah. three hundred, really low until it reaches. Um, let's say 150 mm-hmm. you crank it and then crank yeah. it basting it with clarified yeah. butter nice. so you get that really nice crisp skin do you do it whole like the whole bird or do you ever usually do we do the whole bird yeah. but for this we're going to break it down so we're going to roast the crown whole mm-hmm. yeah. and then we're going to debone the legs stuff it with stuffing oh, roll yeah, it I up mean. Nice. Cook it and then sear it. Oh. And then the wings, we're going to confit in duck fat oh, and damn. then fry them. Like, that like sounds yeah, so we're gonna, good. We're going to sim up our game this year. So yeah. we're like, we're going for it. And yeah. we're like yeah. really excited because we just don't cook like right. this anymore. So yeah. it, it feels doubly special yeah. doing yeah. it like for a small group of people that you really care yeah. for. That's like, Look, we're you're having like a Michelin star Thanksgiving <laughs> right. dinner. Yeah. That's like it's 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 really fun. It's Just really cool. the three of you eating Just a whole turkey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of sandwiches in our future. <laughs> That's why I feel like it's good. It's it's great with turkey because tur- leftover turkey breast always gets eaten. Yeah, always, like there's yeah. like yeah. a leftover. I actually like the, the turkey breast specifically more the day after mm-hmm. than the day of. Yeah. Right, just because it's like cold yeah. sliced thick in yeah. between like with a lot of mayo Ugh. some lettuce tomato and like some really good pullman so that's good. So, so good, good. like I, I love turkey sandwiches Same. Yeah, I love yeah. turkey sandwiches plus I mean you can do so many different you can make soups so many different things you exactly. can do with leftover it's turkey. like really yeah. versatile so yeah. it's like and it's like good protein it's right. like it's it's like not overly fatty right. so you're not yeah. gonna feel like it, right. it's it's great oh it's my great. god are you gonna do super fancy baby food <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. I've already, already planned it. Yeah. So we got a uh, uh, back at WD fifty. I used this. There's this European blender called the a oh, Thermomix. Robo-Q? Oh no, Thermomix. Yeah. So it's it's a combination. So they use it in Europe for everything. It's yeah. like their microwave there. Like you 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 can because what it is, it's a blender that you can change out the attachment. So mm-hmm. it can be instead of a blade, it can be a paddle. It like but heats up or something. Interesting. Yeah, up. Yeah. That's the cool thing. Yeah. It heats up, but it heats up to a specific temperature. So you yeah. can set the temperature, set the speed, so you can like cook risotto in there. Oh you can wow. leave bread in there. You can oh, you can like blend whatever you want in there. So yeah. our, our dream, oh our plan God. is to get like farmer's market produce and then blend it up in that thermomix yeah. to the yeah. perfect temp to where she could she can eat it. Yeah. And then like that's that's what she'll that's, so that's what she'll eat. That We're sounds like you guys next uh, 
business. You yeah, like I know. super fancy baby food. <laughs> hey, there's there's a lot of business opportunities. Yeah. If you're interested in investing yeah. in super high-end baby food. Opportunities yeah, there's, there's like we're gonna get sponsors, yeah. we're gonna get business opportunities. We're we're gonna get this sorted out. Don't worry. Don't worry. They're gonna be sponsors fighting over. I hope so. Yeah. Have you guys ever thought about doing like products? Like you guys do some you and Solo kind of Work collabed with the spice company, right? To do yeah, this. burlap and barrel, right? Oh, yeah. that, that's also a lot of fun. Like yeah. a lot of there's there's a lot of fun missing in in food. Yeah, I feel like a lot of like there's a lot of seriousness and a lot of like this is the best. Yeah. We are the best. You are, like, right? There's like and the blends that we made, we wanted to like we wanted to combine something fun with like a slice of like classic Americana. Right. right. So we wanted to hit certain certain. Um, like certain points. Yeah. So like the first one we came out with was pizza party. Mm-hmm. So we wanted it to feel like you were work walking into like your local spice shop. Right. So that has like garlic powder, cobanero chili, oregano. And so it, it's like all those dust, all the uh, shakers that you always had at the oh, tables yeah. mm. all mixed combo. up together. So, good. so oh you can God, just pour that. it on top yeah. of your pizza. Yeah. You can pour it on top of salad. You can do whatever you want with yeah. it. And then after that, we did like our version of ranch. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so good for pizza too. Also yeah. great for pizza. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like, it, it's the ultimate ranch powder. And then yeah. the one we just came out with, which is my favorite name and blend, it's called Yokero Taco Blend. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just dodge the gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> you change one word, then you're good. And it, and it's like a Taco Bellish yeah. type yeah. taco blend. Nice. So it's oh, like it's it's fun. Like the the, the names are fun. Yeah. The flavors are fun. So it's like a nice. It's it's like a cool because a lot of people have spice blends. Like, but we usually at home we we have spices and then we kind of make them. We right. make them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. but something like a taco blend, if we have it. We'll right. use it. Yeah. Something like ranch powder. We'll use it. Yeah. Something like pe- like. Yeah. So we wanted to think of spice blends that we would actually right. reach for and, and yeah. use. Yeah. Do you have? Have you ever heard of Penzi's spices? No, I haven't. It's a Midwest um, spice company. Yeah. yeah, but it's similar to that. They make a lot of fun like spice blends yeah, like that. Awesome. So yeah. I love and I I have yeah. those types of blends like that. and I use them all the time. Yeah, so they're good. they're fun. Yeah. They they just really they just cut your. Cooking. Like yeah. If you're tired and you just want, right, it's just easier. Yeah, especially you, for like easier. home cooks who don't aren't gonna do like <laughs> right. how you guys would. Yeah, right. exactly. Do it, make it like from scratch immediately. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we got the spices. We got the new restaurant coming. Are you working on a cookbook? I am. <gasps> yeah. Oh my I god, am, the big reveal. <laughs> I am working on a cookbook. Sick. It's uh, I'm working on it currently, and it it's basically the focus of it is I want to show people how to use their grocery store in like interesting ways. Oh, so that's it's cool. so it's it's a combo. There's gonna be no traditional food in it. Yeah. But it's like home cooking that I grew up right. with, inspired by everything I've learned along the way and ingredients that you have access to. Well yeah, so we've come full circle. I so know, we've come right? full circle. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's basically, oh you wanna think you you wanna you want some insight on how I think about food or yeah. like right. how these pieces come together. This book will kind of show you how it's oh kind of it's kind of like a snapshot of inside of my brain. So yeah. so there'll be there'll be explanations of where like the dishes come from. Right. So if you're interested in finding out the traditional OG, you can you yeah. can do your own research. There's Google, but mm-hmm. you're not finding that here. You're no, finding yeah. you're finding that you're finding new ways new ways to like use old right. traditions. Right. How do you think creatively about the things you yeah. see every day? I guess. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. I'm Definitely getting that cookbook. Oh, awesome. Just because, yeah. I mean, you have you have such an interesting perspective on dishes and recipes. I know. I'm so, when what does that come out? Um, working on it currently, probably a year okay, or so. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, that's exciting. What's that process like? Are you just kind of 
I don't know. It's a lot of planning. So yeah. it's yeah. like a lot of spreadsheets. So I've like, you work on an outline, then you scrap it. You're like, I hate it. Yeah. I hate myself. <laughs> I'm an idiot. And then you start it over again. <laughs> then you have like a spreadsheet of recipes and then you put it up on the wall. Then you look at it, develop some of them. And then you figure out you hate it, and yeah. then you hate yourself, yeah. and then you hate everything. You tear it up and start it all over again. Yeah. So it's like it's a lot of it's a lot of pre planning. It's a lot of testing. A, right. a lot of because I want it. I, I don't want anything to feel like there are going to be some like difficult things in it. But the main goal is I want it to feel accessible to people. Yeah. yeah. So so I I want to make sure I never feel too lazy to make any of the recipes in right. the book. Yeah. That's like kind of like my test. If I if I look at a recipe, I'm like. Ugh, I don't much. feel like yeah. making this. I'm like feeling lazy. Yeah. Then I exit yeah. out and think of something else. That's, that's a good yeah. That's kind of like yeah. my litmus test is yeah. like, I, if I look at it, I'm like, oh, I'm excited and I've got everything around. I can yeah. just yeah. throw this together and it's not a big deal. Then that's like a good candidate for a recipe for in, in the book. That's kind of like, because like we've got a kid now. We've got two demanding <laughs> dogs. Yeah. Uh, there's like. Ho- home is busy right yeah. now. So you, guys like doing, you guys have been doing a lot. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like... Projects on projects. And yeah. And what am I doing with my time? We're just sitting at this bar talking. <laughs> but what yeah. a bar it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right? What a fantastic yeah. bar. Oh, my gosh. Well, congrats on that. That's Thank incredible. You. Thank you. So many exciting things to look forward to. Yeah, a lot. A lot. A lot's happening. I'm excited. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sometimes well, it feels like there isn't enough time, but like you got to make time. Yeah. We're watching for the next thing always. Yeah, I know. thank you. Yeah. If you can and do congratulations that. on the podcast. Oh, thank you. Soon <laughs> to be sponsored by Popeyes. <laughs> by Popeyes. I think you said poppers. I was like, that'd be wild. Or poppers. Yeah. <laughs> Rosh, <laughs> give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, cheers to that. Thanks yeah. For oh, well, thanks for cheers. coming, man. Thank cheers. you. Thanks for having me. Of course. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's chug the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch, I just slipped some gin in there. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Did I box Ooh. that whole thing? <laughs> okay, whatever. R- refreshing <laughs> 9 a.m. water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>